recording now. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to In The Frame. Today's guest is Andy Bark, who is currently playing Happy Man and Mr. Thompson in the West End production of Pretty Woman at the Savoy Theatre, having previously understudied the role. Just a few of Andy's theatre credits include Drake and Understudy Rooster in Annie on its UK tour. He did Nativity the musical from its first workshop through to its first UK tours. He was in An Officer and a Gentleman at Leicester Curve. He played Elle's dad and Dewey in Legally Blonde also at Curve. He played Mr. Baskin and Big the Musical at the Theatre Royal Plymouth. Simon in Jesus Christ Superstar for its German tour and was in Starlight Express for many years in Germany on its UK tour and on its Asia tour as well. We recorded this remotely on a show day whilst Andy was in his dressing room at the Savoy and it was such a pleasure. Andy has the most infectious, good energy. This is a big moment for him making his West End debut and now taking on this leading role and it was such a pleasure to talk about it all. Here's the interview. Andy Bark, you're in the frame. Hello, I'm in the frame. How's it going? (laughs) It's going good. How are you doing? I'm having the best day. Yeah, good. Good day today. Yeah, it's going Why? Well. What's going on? Why has it been a good day? Oh, just, well, just quite nice. Set up the tree with my wife and everything at home. So Christmas is definitely at home now. Um, it's my dad's birthday today and went for a lovely little walk with my dog. And then here I am now. Speaking to you, Andrew. Having the best day. <laughs> Living the dream. West End leading man dream right there. Um, it is, Yeah. <laughs> And also, what people can't see at home, um, but I've already been commenting on, is that you have a beautifully decorated dressing room as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was the one thing I kind of wanted to go for. Like, knowing that I'll have my own little space, I was like, I'm going to make it feel like a home from home. You know, where you could just chill, relax. It's turned into a green room, basically, because everyone comes in, which I'm so thankful for, because even though it's nice having your own space, it's always better when people are there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So let's rewind, because you've had, you know, you've been pretty women for a while. Yeah. And it's exciting times right now. But yeah. if you can go back right to the beginning because you were, were you in it right when it first opened yeah at the when Piccadilly? we first at the Piccadilly yeah yeah we opened so at the Piccadilly be- before that even happened did you know anything about the show do you remember what mindset you went into the audition with like um, how did it first kind of pop up originally well I remember like obviously the film everyone's seen the film it's so iconic but I, I've got to be honest like I didn't watch the film for a long time I watched it when I was younger but then, obviously, with me, I kind of when I watch a film, I watch a film. I love it, love it then, and I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> but then, obviously, when the audition came out, I was like, "Oh my god, there's a stage show of it." Okay, let's see, let's see what it's like. Listen to the soundtrack, some some cracking songs, and then I was just like in the auditions. I was I was on uh, another job as well, and I was on tour, and a couple of my friends in that show were auditioning as well, and I was just like. Oh, let's, let's, see, let's see what this is like. And it was so much fun in the audition. I, I don't know what, for me, because this is my my first like West End debut as well, 
getting this show. So it was kind of like a, a big thing. When I got the phone call to say that I got a job, I was like over the moon. It was like mm. the best thing ever. Well, what, what happened? Like you must have obviously, so you saw the film and stuff, but when you heard the music and how yeah. it together. Like it, cool. I, I tell you what, some of the songs really latch on and like it. some of the songs really make sense as well with the story plot. Um, which is great, and they've done they've done an amazing job. Right, I've done an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Um, um, but like some of them really make sense. Like my favourite scene is the argument between Vivian and Edward, and then she tells she it, the only way that well the other way that she explains to him what she's been through is by this beautiful song singing. This is my life, and it's my fa- I, even though it's it's very it's a short song, it's a small little bit in the show. It's my favourite point. I love it. And I get to watch it from the wings every day, which is good. Yes. And were you always covering Happy Man from yes. the beginning? I was, yeah. I was covering Happy Man, covering Philip Stuckey, the bad guy, the lawyer, and also James Morse, who's the owner of Morse Shipping. Yeah, so I had and three were you like, covers. Were you like second cover Happy Man at the beginning? And then what happened? Were you always uh, no, I was. I was first cover Happy Man. I was second cover James. Uh, sorry, second cover Philip Stuckey and first cover James Morse. But um, yeah, I was I was always covering um, this part anyway. So I was I was fortunate to go on a few times before, obviously getting the changeover in the cast. But um, yeah, I love it. It's so much fun. Well, Happy Man is such a fun role and such a rare role. And I always say, like, I first saw Pretty Woman on Broadway, and I was just so. It felt to me when I saw it on Broadway so British, as in, I just feel like there's something about Jerry Mitchell and the way that when he works in theatre, like all his Lady Blonde, Kinky Boots, all of them, they just have this kind of sense of like British theatricality to it. So like the Happy Man multi-rolling is just such British audience humour. It's like such a gift of a role and I guess something you can really have fun with, right? Oh my God, yeah. Um, And they're so good here. Like Bob Harms, who played it before, he he was incredible and just some of the stuff that he brought like his little nuances that he brought himself to the role but when i took over the role this time around it was like it was you're so lucky that they let you do that as well so your dry sense of humor in certain both very dry british sense of humor i guess really stands out but it works do you know what i mean even though it's in the, it's in like hollywood and it's the american culture it still does work and uh, yeah you're so right jerry does pick on stuff like that and goes Actually, that's good. I like that. We'll keep that. <laughs> and have you been allowed to play with it? And like, yes. how, how, is, how fixed is it? And like, how much can you do? There's obviously the chore- choreographically, um, it's pretty much fixed. Um, there's been odd little changes due to height difference, but nothing else. Oh. Um, not, not so much with me, but like with, with covers. So like the Vivian covers and stuff that like, um, Helen's quite tall compared to Amy and Ellie. And um, so stuff like that and like positioning of the arms and stuff, but that's fine. But the other stuff, they, it's been really good. They've let you try things. Like I've tried my, my shop manager, Hollister, a few different ways. And now we've got something that we really enjoy. But um, it's just nice that they go, right, let's try it in the audition room and in the rehearsal room. And then back and forth between you, it's great. But then you don't know what it's like until you get on stage. And then some things really worked. And then some things you're kind of like, oh, did I miss it? Did I miss the buck there? But no, it's been it's been really good that they've let you try little things and make it your own, basically. Yeah. When did taking over come on the cards? Well, I, we knew that um, Bob and Rachel were leaving the show. And I knew that that part was up for grabs. Um, I knew they put out a breakdown for the audition and stuff like that. But I just thought... I'm just going to 
message them, see what they say, ask my agent as well. And I just wanted to say, like, look, I love playing the part. I hope I do it justice. And if there's any opportunity of it stepping up. And do you know what? As a as a company, ATG, the producers have been incredible that they've given me that opportunity. Because sometimes it like I've covered most of my career and I've loved it. But sometimes you go, you're a good cover and it's good to have you as a backup or you're you're featured in the ensemble and bits and bobs. But for them to turn around and give me a chance, it's been, oh my God. Honestly, it was like, it was the best thing ever. Like me and my wife were over the moon. It was like, oh my God, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to, like, I've heard of, like tons of stories that often what people don't realise is that sometimes you'll have to go back in and audition for a role that you're already covering. Did you have that sort of scenario? I was really lucky because Jerry... Jerry Mitchell came over the day that I was on for the cover at that point. And yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was luck. He kind of ticked me off. It was kind of like, he seemed to That was your it. audition. That, yeah, was, that was your audition. audition. Yeah. Without me knowing, that was my audition. Yeah. And it was like, if I knew it was my audition, I think I would have been a completely different show. <laughs> I'd have been like a nervous wreck. <laughs> but no, lucky enough, like the support that he gave as well was just fantastic. And it's just like, yeah, it, like, lucky enough, I didn't have to go into the room again. But um, it's just that honour from the company to turn around and go, you've you've done hard work and it's just nice to be appreciated, I guess. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing. It's a great of feeling. Of course. <laughs> well, you get to have a lot of fun, like you said, with your co-stars and you've had Courtney coming in, Courtney yeah. Bowman, playing opposite you, who's like a comedic yeah. genius out here. Oh, my God. Yeah, and backstage. She's <laughs> she's so funny. Is she, she causing havoc? <laughs> well, she's just like the biggest burst of energy that you need every day. Do you know what I mean? And it's such a pleasure to work with her. And um, we do have a laugh. Like, that's why I say that my dressing room is a green room, because as soon as we come off stage, whatever... She's in here. And so same with another another cast member, John John Addison. We're just all in here chatting, having a laugh. And then, then we back on stage and it's even better because you know you're, you've got that bond already. Do you know what I mean? You've made a friend for life as well as you get to play opposite them on stage, which is incredible. But yeah, she's so much fun. <laughs> I feel like you get um, you get insane audiences at Pretty Women. Okay, so really, I've, I really admire the show and that I feel like it's really managed to reach its audience and... Um, I've seen it twice at the, at the Savoy and it's just full of like like mothers and daughters and people on date nights and people yeah. like dressed up for a nice night out at the theatre. You know, they're having a glass of Prosecco and some wine and they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're loving it. That audiences yeah. go wild for it and those yeah. iconic lines are there and yeah. um, it's so much fun and then they get, you know, to be enchanted by the theatricality and all the stuff that Jerry and Brian and all the team have done. But like, it must, it must be one of those, it must basically, I'm trying to say, it must come off with such a buzz. You must be able to feed off that. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, you really do. And uh, like, because it, it's, even though, even how you explained it with like the different audience members, you can see it through the week as well. <laughs> like you get a lot of couples during the beginning of the week and stuff like that, which are coming out for date nights and stuff. And then towards the weekend, you get like, the hem parties, which are having the time of their lives. Um, and you do, you, honestly, you, you feed off of it. You really do. And 
And the, the best thing about it, because like you say, with the iconic, iconic lines, you sometimes get them like shouting out the little line and it's like, rescues him right back. And it's like, it's brilliant because you're like, this is why we do it. Do you know what I mean? They're having, the, they're having the best time. We're having the best time. And obviously we've got the song sheet at the end, which is Pretty Woman, <laughs> which is the best. Like even when Julio comes out and he's uh, got the got the writing on you know, on a, like an A board in front of him. It's just, yeah, it's great. You really do feed off of it. It's, um, we've been very, very, very fortunate with the audiences. And yeah, I'm the feeling the, the joy is radiating <laughs> through my screen right now. I could take it like loving live. <laughs> yeah, I do love it. And it's just like, and, and the best thing about this building, everyone works hard. Everyone gives 110% as much as they can. And it's just like, it's a joy to come into work. You get the odd day. Obviously work is work sometimes. You have your highs and lows, but here you feel like a family. Do you know what I mean? And it's always a good, good feeling. And I feel like as an audience member, when you're watching it, you get that buzz do you know what I mean? That joy coming through. So, um, yeah, it's like when everyone, whenever people I know that come and see it, they're just like, oh my God, it looks like you have the best time. And also it's such a fun show. It's just like, it is, we're, we're very lucky. Very, very lucky. Well, yeah. I didn't actually twig when I was going through your bio before we started that you hadn't done my stand because you've been out here doing the most and doing all the jobs and all the things <laughs> over the years. Um, yeah. So, like, that's insane that you basically managed to make your West End debut and then yeah, take I over did. and are now West End leading man, like, within a few I know. years. It's, do you know what? It is absolutely crazy. Like, from where I started before, like, I, like I was a labourer beforehand and then I got into this industry, like, somehow, some crazy way from my best friend Hayden. And, like, for the journey I've had, being on tour, being away for so many years finally settle with my my wife now because we've just got married and stuff and to be in the west end and then so do you have do you have, have a, a wife do you have a wife no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know it keeps saying <laughs> but do you know what i mean like no, I it's, love just, that. It's, it's crazy it's just like yeah it's, it's such a whirlwind and then like to make my west end debut a few years ago obviously at the piccadilly with this show and then now to be a west end leading man it's just crazy it's amazing yeah that's why we do it Exactly. Okay, we take. We sorry. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm doing that all with love. I'm like teasing with love. <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> Your love is like literally like his head radiating in the screen. I love it. Um, so tell me. Okay, so. What was your path into theatre then? Before you ventured into it, as a youngster, when you were growing up and stuff, was theatre, how did that have like a presence in your life? Yeah, well, it did like, my, my nan used to watch like the old MGM films and stuff like that. So I used to watch that with her. But then theatre's always kind of been there, but not really. And then I went to music college and then on the side I was, I was a labourer. So I was doing like bricklaying and everything else and working there. And, what were you doing um, at music college? Was it like singing or were you playing instruments? Uh, just instruments. So I was playing guitar. Wow. Uh, so okay. I did that for two. It was it was popular music really. So it was basically like studio work and like analysing certain bits of music. Like what was the like mindset? That. What was what did like Andy want to do then? Did he know? Um I don't know. It was well, one of my friends was doing music and I, I play guitar as well and I thought session musician or like something I didn't want to be in I didn't know if I wanted to be in a band or anything like that but I thought session musician it's always good to know like and bits of bobs so I, I, it was kind of down a performing route but not really okay. and then my 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 best friend Hayden Hayden Boxall he turned around to me and just went I'm auditioning for this theatre college can you come with me for a bit of support and I was like 100% and it was like an admin fee that you had to pay just to sign up and it was Italia Conti and yeah, I, I went to the audition day, couldn't, I tried to tap, I fell over in my tap, which was fun. Um, and then it, it kind of went wrong, but it didn't go wrong. It was like, I was just trying, trying to have the best time. And then I got a scholarship and I just thought, do you know what? I'm so lucky. 
uh, obviously being a boy and stuff like that, I was just like, I'm going to give it a go and see what happens. And then 17 years down the line, here I am. And it's just mad. And it's all because of my best friend, literally. Oh my literally God. because of my best friend. But I've loved every minute of it. That's the thing. I think that's the only joy that I've had. Like, there's, I've done other jobs and bits and bobs and tried different things to see where my path was going. And for something so random to happen um, sparked the biggest thing in my life. So, yeah, all, all thanks to him. <laughs> that's interesting, though. But that's an interesting mindset because I think different people come into the industry with different perspectives, right, at different places. So, like... Um, yeah. It's and it's 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 tough. There's so many tough sides to it that it can be grating. It can be really challenging, yeah, and sometimes can, people yeah. can battle with with their relationship with it and how they feel about it. Yeah. So, um, it sounds like your path in has led you to have a really healthy mindset because it wasn't like your life depended on it. You could exactly, like, into yeah. it, and you're so appreciative of that. Yeah, I think that I think that's the joy of it. Like to be appreciative of everything that I've kind of got, even even if the show's not been the best star rating or anything like that you just gotta go i've worked hard to get even even what show it is to where i am or to play that part to do this to have to have that opportunity but like even like you said about like you can you can get knocked down like i've had so many no's just sort of like a handful of yeses but it's i think it's just that drive like you say because i haven't had it from like five or six years old that sort of feeling of like i'm going to be this i'm going to be this i'm going to be this and then to get your first no could, could knock you down but um i don't know yeah i've kind of slipped in and gone i'm just happy with it and i'll give my best and then hopefully that best will get me the job and sometimes it do sometimes it does definitely doesn't <laughs> but that's the joy of theater i guess <laughs> exactly what was what was that training like was it eye-opening did you feel like you had catching oh up to do almost yeah, a lot. Yeah, that was the hardest point because obviously I joined with some movement skills because I went to a couple of lessons beforehand. Um, my singing, I was very, very nervous about just being on my own singing. But um, yeah, I kind of the first year I worked on my dancing, the second year I worked on my acting. And then the third year I kind of pieced it all together and tried to hopefully have a finished product from when I left but um but they're all great there like every college is different I've got to say you get some that are like they've got to go there you've got to go here but it's it's what you take from it and it's the teachers that you get that give that inspire you that's that's the only thing I'd say like I own a theatre school with my my wife and it's kind of like we we really drive that to the kids is you've got to take what you're given and make the best of it sometimes it doesn't make sense but then a couple of years later it'll literally it'll ping that's that's your spark do you know what I mean? Mm. Just got to feel inspired and have yeah. the best, enjoy it. That's the hardest thing. When did you realise that you were maybe a bit of a character actor? Well, I'd probably say in the last five years. So what was the situation? So when you graduated, Yeah. what was like, I, the mindset then? And what were you like, what, what was your first job? My first, I, I did a, like a commercial dancing. So I did like a few music videos and stuff. But then my yes. first big job was Starlight Express in Germany and to me there that was that was an eye-opener because that's the hardest thing I've ever ever done learning a show in German learning it on skates and then to having like the whole thing and I covered 14 tracks because I was a swing 14 I was just like oh my god right I've got to try and learn everything but obviously you take it bit by bit but um day by day say but um that was an eye-opener to me and then just go, right, that's that's hard work. So anything else now would either be easier or just as hard. Do you know what I mean? Mm. 
And that's kind of like where my mindset has been ever since, I guess. And that's why I love covering. I think it's from that job, just pushing myself to the limits and then going, oh, actually, I can really enjoy this. Really, really enjoy this. But um, yeah. So what happened when, how did you discover, because basically I'm, I'm saying character actors, I can see like the roles that you've been doing and the shows you've been, like the roles you've been covering and the shows you've been doing, like, you know, your rooster and even like the panto stuff, I'm saying covering dames <laughs> and stuff, like you've been doing all, Yeah. people I, I don't think... realise that you were the right person to covering these big character roles. <laughs> I don't, I, I think it was when I kind of got started getting like a little bit older, a little bit more mature, I think I feel like. I don't mind making myself look stupid. That sort of stuff. I think it's that it's that fear factor, isn't it? A lot of people, like, I'm never going to be a handsome lead, but I can see some people go, you are perfect for that job. That is you, do you know what I mean? Where me, I, I, I like being silly. I like trying different things. I like, I think I like pushing the boundaries. I think that's what it is. Sometimes I push it a bit too far and it doesn't work. <laughs> but but that's, that's learning, isn't it? But um, yeah, I think I, I'd, I'd probably, I'll personally say about six, six, seven years ago was the point where I've gone, right, this is definitely me. This is where I want to be. This is more fun. Mm. And yeah, I feel like it's hard work, but but the better, they're the best payoff for me. But that's yeah. interesting though, because like what you were saying about um, like the advice that you give the kids that you teach at your academy and you have to take everything step by step. And then I guess your mindset is constantly readjusting as you go, yeah. isn't it? So it's yeah. like, I want to go to drama school, I want to go to drama school. And then I don't want to get an agent, I don't want to get an agent. Okay, now I want to get a job covering, I want to get a job covering. And now, okay, yeah. now I'm playing. Like, there's always, you have There's to, always you, something. When people like define success or like work out successes, like, I think it's something that changes quite a lot, maybe. And Oh my God, yeah. And you need yeah. that to be able to have a career, essentially. Yeah. And also it will put you, put you down different paths of like how you're going to learn. For example, like I, I always do ballroom at, when I, when I was, when I was at college, I got into this, we got into a one number at college and I was like, oh, I'd love to do all this stuff. But then you don't know until you try it. I tried it and I was like, this is definitely not me. I can't do this. I'm having a lovely time, but this is definitely not me. Until you try it or until you know where your path is going, you, you're never going to be set on anything. It's like when they ask you when you're younger, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, well, I, don't I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't explored yet. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's that sort of feeling. But um, I think so, certain jobs have really led me into the right direction. And I'm thankful for everything. Like, honest to God, it's just, and hopefully it will never, ever change my personality or the way I am. Do you know what I mean? That's the, that's the goal as well as to enjoy what I do. But yeah. <laughs> Not to like lose perspective of it all. Exactly. And be humble of everything. Like that's all, that's the biggest thing I kind of like teach the kids as well. Like just appreciate every department, appreciate everyone. Cause you wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for that person or they wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for you. Do you know what I mean? We'll work together as a team and it's just, and then you learn more. And then again, I can even put that to the basis of my acting. Like you learn what this person does. So like, oh, if a character comes up like that, as ridiculous as it may sound, do you know what I mean? That stuff like that can happen. Anything can happen, but yeah. Mm. So the, the Academy, <laughs> it's Smash Arts Theatre Company, right? It is, yes. In Hertfordshire. Yes. yes. When did, how did that kind of come about? Why did you? So, so it was, it, the, the main, the, the, the main co-owners are my wife is Danny Acors and Alex Williams. And um, they, they started it. They had they come up with the concept and they said like we want to do a theatre school and blah blah blah, and their favourite show right their TV show is Smash, <laughs> same <laughs> which everyone is so good isn't it? And uh, they were they were chatting around bits and bobs and they've always wanted to do this and I said look I I I've had other experience in bits and bobs and um, 
they kind of one day just went, right, let's do it. Let's decide to open a theatre school during lockdown <laughs> or start it up. And then when lockdown obviously gets less and less, we'll try and open the school. And we did. We opened. Um, so our first project was Greece and we did a West End summer experience in uh year before last in the summer and it was so good it was absolutely amazing and then we just opened up our theater school from then and we got a saturday school as well as jazz and ballet classes on thursday on tuesday sorry and then now we're opening up to another thing which we're doing a easter workshop for a week so learn a musical a whole musical in a week and that's that's the other thing as well in the west end workshop we do two weeks but we do a full scale production but you learn it within two weeks and put it on at the end and some of the kid, the talent of some of the kids is just unbelievable, and we're so fortunate for it. But again, we get to pass on our knowledge and and stuff. Mm. But uh, it's a great, it's a great place. It's fun. It's really fun. That's, I don't think it's good as an actor eventually to have that side hustle and have those other projects and yeah. things that you can, because like say, pretty when we're finished and then you didn't have a job straight away. It's like we can focus on that and hustle with the teaching and do more teaching. Exactly. And then you, the next job pops along when the time's right, yeah. etc. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. It's it's so good and it's also it's something that we know about and something that we've we've trained so so many years for or learnt experience because that's the other thing. Like even at theatre colleges or some colleges you've got like certain assessments that they have to go, right, you have to learn this, you have to learn that, you have to learn that. But it doesn't nothing really prepares you for the real world. Do you know what I mean? And that's with kind of any any education as such, but nothing really prepares you. But we try and always get that anchor point to go, look. It is hard out there as well as this. And mm. unfortunately, we've got quite a few kids that go on to different agencies. So they do work, which is nice, which is really good. Mm. Um, and then my, my wife, she's an incredible, incredible dance teacher, as well as Alex, our, um, our, the co-founder. He's like our MD. And it's just, we're just fortunate to have everyone from every department just, mm. do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Making magic happen. Making magic, yeah, that's it. Making magic happens, exactly. <laughs> well, I think, when I was like, when you're going through like your CV, then yeah. you have done, you have like worked everywhere. We're talking <laughs> worldwide. We're talking Asia, you tend to like Germany, literally yeah. all over, Plymouth, all over <laughs> the place, everywhere. Plymouth, do you, yeah. are you, <laughs> are you one of those people? Did you and do you love that? What's all your crazy travel I experiences? Did. Well, that's the thing. I think I did. I think I got the bug of it. When I when I lived in Germany for a year and a, well, nearly two years with Starlight, when I came back, my first job was a tour. And I just loved the experience of tour. I just thought it was amazing. I thought the fact is you get to visit these places that you've never been to, or you probably wouldn't think about going half the time, okay. are places like within the UK. And it was, I, you're so right, I definitely got a buzz from it. And everywhere I went, and I was fortunate to go to Asia. I was meant to um, travel and tour around America, but unfortunately the show got pulled last minute. Oh. But it's stuff like that. You just go, I would never be able to do that. And what job in the world, apart like apart from obviously certain businesses and stuff that let you fly out, how fortunate you are to go there, earn money as well, do what you love and see these amazing sites. And I did get a bug, 100% got a bug. But I do, I do admit, though, on the last tour that I did of Annie, there was a group of us that I think went to every single escape room there was in the UK. <laughs> where's the best? Where's the best one? Oh, where's the best one? Um, oh, there was one in Nottingham called the Butcher, which is like a horror one, but um, where they have a live actor. That was that was funny, funny but scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. 
You need like a like a tra- like a you travel vlog type thing. <laughs> yeah, where to go for a best escape room? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I do I do love traveling. But I think now I've got to a point like eleven years of traveling and touring around. It kind of got to a point where I was like loved it, but I think I'd rather be at home for a little while, or as long as I can. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes your job can't you can't always right. I want to be here. You can't predict it. You just got to go either with the flow or go with what you love. So mm, yeah, exactly. So well, well, that leads on nicely then to wrap it up. Where are you at now? What makes Andy Bark excited? Obviously now you're you're in this new place. You're a West End leading man at the open doors. Know. You know, like what 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 type of theatre? What's the kind of thing that makes you go? Oh yeah, sign me up to a bit of that. Yeah, I think I think I'm. I've got to a point where I'm a little bit frightened, but in a good way. Okay. Only because I mean I'm a different category now. Like there's obviously other shows that I probably would have gone into, but now I, I really want to push myself. I want to get there. I want to get to certain positions and stuff. But um, I th- I feel like musical theatre is still what I love, and I still want to do that. But I do want to try some proper like straight acting or TV. And but there's a few shows that's meant to be coming over here that I would desperately, desperately love to do. But um, gotta see, gotta see what happens. But I mean, again. I think I'd like to I'd like to stay in town for as, for a while if I can that is and then um maybe try a bit of TV or something I don't know yeah get get some lessons in do you know what I mean <laughs> whilst growing the performing arts academy and yeah, things exactly. in all the pies yeah exactly. yeah <laughs> listen thank you so much Oh, thank you so much for having me not at all thank you for taking time out of your day pre-show no, to have Absolute a little chat pleasure. Good luck with your run and like congrats. I need to come. I need. I need to try and come and see it again. See you in Courtney yeah, please at do. some point. Yeah. That'd be lovely. Yeah, um, but I appreciate you. you talking to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pretty Woman is booking at the Savoy Theatre until Sunday, the 11th of June, 2023. A huge thank you to Andy for taking time out of his day pre-show to record this episode of In The Frame. It was such a pleasure to speak with him. If you're enjoying this season of In The Frame, there's just two more episodes left after this one. So make sure you hit subscribe or follow and you can even leave us an Apple Podcast rating or review or a rating on Spotify. We love hearing from you. So follow West End Frame on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Check out our other podcast, The West End Frame Show, where next week we'll be rounding up our top shows and performances of the year. And I'll be back tomorrow for another episode of In The Frame. But until then, thank you for listening.